For the past several years, a great deal of effort has gone into bridging the gap between online advertising and direct digital marketing. You know, lots of changes from print into the digital side, and digital certainly has won big time. Now, as advertising continues to grow online, the need for addressing individual messages is greater than it's ever been. My guest today is Matt McGowan. He's president of Adestra, a company helping people address this challenge through email. Yep, I'm talking about email. I think this is an important subject, so I want to deal with it again because I get them every day. It's the thing that takes up most of my time and most of your time. So I want to spend more time about how we can get better at this. This is one of my pet peeves. So Matt joins us today to share what he's learned throughout his 20 years as a digital marketing expert. He's one of the world's most respected business experts, Jeffrey Hazlett. I want to take you behind the scenes on what's happening in business today. And whether you're on Main Street or Wall Street, we're going to find out the secrets behind their success. This is All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Hey, Matt, I got to start this off because this is one of those interviews where I really know the guy, and that's you. I mean, we met. You remember the first time we met? I don't know if I remember the very first time. Where was it? The uh, Click Z or FDS, Search Click Z event. Yeah. Um, first time, New York or Chicago? I can't remember if it was New York, Chicago, but I did one for you in London. I did it in San Francisco, and this yeah. is an event for the industry yeah. um, that you know was really you know it was awesome. Um, you had hundreds and hundreds of these social marketers and, you know, digital marketers there. And I was there talking about how to, you know, change your game up, man. You did a, you, you really rallied the troops, if I remember. Like, you up on stage Tuesday morning, everyone all riled up, ready to go. I can't, so I can't even remember. kick it off. I can't even remember the, the morning, so that you're, you're much better than I am. So, <laughs> but, but now you got this new gig. So you, you left there. And by the way, I got I also touch base a little bit in the intro about, uh, your former stint with Google and YouTube. Yeah. So, I mean, now you're at this new company. I want to get into the new company and explain why you would do it, but I got to ask you, I mean, the first person listening would say, Hey, look, you were working for Google. I mean, and YouTube. So why the hell would you leave that? It's a great question. I um, Listen, Google, phenomenal business. Learned a lot. Yeah. Um, I was, uh, I was, uh, my role was to sit in between the, uh, the Google ad sales teams and uh, Google executive team and the uh large the large google clients the large uh, media and creative ad agencies um across the americas so it was you know listen fantastic place to be great role some of the best people some of the best brightest most uh most uh you know interesting intriguing people i've ever worked with um that said jeff like i've always loved kind of doing my own thing and you know about three years at Google, I think, if anything, helped strengthen my resolve and my 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 need to to go out there and kind of continue to blaze my own trail. And uh, Adestra um, has been one of those companies that I've had about a ten year relationship with. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was as a customer early on, a board member while I was at Google, um, or now is you know president leading the global business. Um, listen. Because when you have lots of good choices, 
it's hard to make them, but I think you got to make them and can't look back. Keep on moving forward. Well, you know, I got I got to point out to everybody. Listen, because we I use the product, we use the product, and but in a way. Look, I'm a customer. We're using you, and I and I thought it was enough of a you know a deal to be able to say, all right. First of all, I think your story's interesting because here you were working as a, you know, um, on the meeting sides and putting together conferences mm-hmm. for thought leaders and for a number of people to educate them in the industry about digital marketing and primarily about clicking, getting people to click, which I think is important. And then you went on to Google and and you know really sit at the right hand of the executive team and in between the advertising holding companies, which is a you know, I thought was a very damn good position without question. And then you, you gave it all up and went for this company that's been around for a little bit of time, but you must've saw something there. So I want to get into that too, because I think it's interesting to, to when I hear someone do that, my first question is why, you know, and was it, was it tough working in a big company like Google for you? Um, it was a bit of a challenge for sure. Yeah. It was a bit of a different environment than I was accustomed to. Largest company I've ever worked for, over 60,000 employees now. Wow. Um, that said, you know, Google really, really puts an effort into supporting its, its uh, employees. Ton of training, ton of, uh, you know, on the job learning, um, large support staff and team behind every Googler. Um, so, you know, it might have been, it was, it was a different environment than I was used to. So different sometimes breeds difficulty. And, 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 but uh, to be fair, you know, one of the, I, can, I have no complaints. It's one of the better places I've ever worked. So what's a, well, that uh, you see that. I see that all the time when I talk to people at Google. <laughs> and I go over to their headquarters here, not too far from my office here in New York, uh, at least the New York office. And, you know, they got chefs cooking food and they've got all these other things. I think you even get like free massages or something. I don't know if you get that, but I'm yeah, throwing it they're, in there. They're but. there also. Are, you, are they really? It's true. I was just bullshitting. <laughs> I was just adding it in there. They're for on staff. Oh, my. There are a few masseuses God. on staff. That well, staff. you can get that in a lot of businesses, but that's called sexual <laughs> harassment. But anyway, we'll go to a, we'll go to a different tact here. So what what did you – Can I want I, I want a couple of minutes of the personal side, Matt, because one, I really respect you and I like you a lot. You've been a good friend of mine for a number of years, and you know, and, but, you know, I've had to deliver for you and you've had to deliver for me. Otherwise, we still – We'd have be good friends, but you know we've always done business together, and I like that about people. Yep. Well, what what did you what did you take away from your learning there that you're going to be able to take with you to the to Adestra? Yeah, I think so. One of the the ethos at Google is to always press your winners, and I think in in, in life there's uh, often people tend to want to fix what's broken instead of double down on what's working. Um, and I know that, you know, in my previous career, I was always looking for the red flags and trying to fix what wasn't returning what was, you know, the, the number that was needed, uh, from that product or that business. Um, so one of the things I learned at Google was let's focus on what's working. Um, and let's just double down on what's working and, um, let's, let's make sure, you know, let's continue to press our winners. And, uh, one of the things I think that the Dexter has done very well over its last 10 years, um, in business, you know, its first 10 years in business is to focus on what it does best. And that is email and marketing automation. And while many of the competitors in the space have started to broaden their services and try and bring to offer a full, what you might call platform or cloud or stack 
um, the tendency there is that there's always going to be products that aren't working well. So we believe press your winners, invest heavily in email marketing automation, and then work with and uh, partner with those businesses that are doing the other thing equally as well as you are to offer a complete, you know, holistic uh, solution to uh, to advertisers and marketers. Well, speaking in emails, as you open it up and we're going to talk about that, I want to talk about my friends at SaneBox for a second and because I'm swamped by email, which a lot of us are, so it's important to get effective email. Um, you know, I spend hours and hours sorting out what's important and what's not. So I, I went out and I found this company. It's called SaneBox, and it's my secret tool. I'm telling you, I'm not saying that because they're paying me. I'm saying it because, one, I like it, and, yeah, they do pay me. But let's be clear, um, I went after them because I love this tool so much. I said I was going to talk about it, so they might as well pay me to talk about it. So I want to be clear, but I want to give you a couple free weeks of this tool. It Basically, it learns my my, I train it. It learns my, uh, my, my habits and what comes in and what I should look at and what I shouldn't. And it puts it into various email boxes like later or not replied to or emails like black hole, which I love because that's the ones I never want to see again or for friends or for news or things like that. And then as it starts coming in, it just puts them in the box for me. Not, not just as a rules perspective. I mean, it learns them for me. And then it follows back up so I can put uh, a message in there like, one day, two day, one hour, two hours, three hours, two weeks, one month, and it pops back up in my email. Now, if you respond back, I don't see it again because it's it means you responded back. But this is a way for me to keep track of things because a lot of us use our email like um, like a to-do sheet. So it's a really cool tool. So if you want that, folks, listen up, www.sanebox.com forward slash hazlet which is H-A-Y-Z-L-E-T-T, and you can get two weeks for free. Look, it's only like 20 bucks a month, so it's a no-brainer anyway. So I'll give you a couple weeks. That's what they give to me, so I would hope you'd use that. Um, do you use a tool like that at all, Matt? Yeah, it's interesting. I, um, I, <laughs> I've used a few in my, uh, in my uh, career, and I've not stuck with any so i think i'm gonna give these guys a try you got i'm i'm I'm, uh, mad i just plugged the forward slash hazlet url in uh, (laughs) my browser here good well you're gonna um, love it yeah yeah Listen, email is important right yeah everything's done on email well that's what i mean we're getting into your login yeah so like why not have tools to help you manage the most important communication uh, platform on the planet. You, you know, I had uh, Constant Contact on here a couple months ago as well, because it, it is an important thing. I, they talk more about the numbers, but let's you and I talk about the behavior. It's not going away, man. Right? No. Yeah. Never. Yeah. I just don't see it. I mean, could there be something that would allow us to do it um, differently? Maybe texting to some extent. Uh, certainly social media, where we posting things there, that's taken up some of that. But really, email is like the handshake. It's like the phone. It's it's the old phone call we used to have. Now we don't even phone call. We just email each other. Right, and you know, so when I go around, and you know me, I'm, I'm well well uh, networked into our into the technology world here, and all those companies that are uh, using marketing tech or, or ad tech um, to to build their businesses, and everyone's like, email. Wow, like. Yeah, I guess I guess email makes a lot of sense. Like it is kind of the cornerstone of everything we do. But how about those chat bots? How about those like <laughs> yeah. it's still bots for Messenger? I'm like, you know, yeah. How about that? Like that <laughs> might be a great way to order an Uber. But how is Uber going to deliver its receipt to you? Yeah, or have you a know? have a real conversation, right? 
how are you going to get into Yeah, exactly. How are you, you know, you want records of this stuff too, right? Email lasts forever. Um, it's, you know, people, you, I, it's funny. I sometimes find myself just searching through my inbox. I use Gmail often, right? And Google for, in uh, Google apps and I retain all my email. I look, I look back years, years, you know, three, four years ago and I look at what I was writing about in Yahoo. I find it's just interesting. It's Do you really? See, I get rid of every, every, oh, yeah. at the end of 30 days, I, I kill everything. At the end wow. of 30 days, I kill it everything. It exists somewhere. Yeah. It still exists oh, I know it's still on our somewhere. server. It's still on our server, but I archive it. We archive it, you know. I, but you know, yeah. it's just an old practice. I don't like anything in my inbox. When I go home tonight, I'll have less than ten in my inbox, and I've dealt with inbox it. zero. Yeah, it works. Yeah, I love it. it so, but l- let's talk about it though. When we say it's not going away, um, why why are we saying that? What what are the things that contribute to saying that this thing is going to be around for a long time? Well, I mean, there's uh, it, you got to look at the stats. So, there are over 4.3 billion email active email accounts currently being used on the planet. And you know, Gmail is the largest ISP, but you got Microsoft, you got MSN and Outlook, and you got Yahoo and Hotmail and all these other uh, plus all the corporate accounts. Um, and that number, just looking at kind of historicals and, you know, the next billion people, it's the big project over at Google and Facebook, um, bringing the next billion people online. That number is going to go from 4.3 to about 5.6, 5.7 billion in the next two and a half years. Um, that's about 27, 28% growth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a growing channel. Let's just put it that way. Not many businesses, not many industries on this planet are growing at that kind of a pace. Um, so, you know, so when I look at it like that, I, uh, I say, okay, this is, this is, this is, I'm in, I'm in, a, I'm in a sector that's moving in, the, in, you know, up into the right. And then when you kind of look at like, um, email is also like, this is mobile talk going on. Everything is mobile, right? You're not, right. if you don't have a mobile website or an app or something, you know, you're, you're you don't exist. Well, about 75% of all email that sends and received is sent via smartphones. And that's Forrester 2015 uh, What's the percentage? Data. What's that number? Uh, I think it's, I think it's like 73 or 74. I, I usually yeah. round up to 75, but yeah. it's right there. It's up to High enough. It's, a, it's significant. Significant, right? Yeah. yeah. And when you look at how many emails are sent an hour, it's like 122 billion emails sent every hour. And that's 25 14 or 2015 data from marketing profs. Mm-hmm. And that number is up about 30, 40%, you know, every year. So, you know, this is, if this, if, if email's going away, it's, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, uh, it doesn't, it's not showing any of the signs, any of the signs of like a, of a sick, of a sick business. So, you know, it's growing. Um, and then when you kind of look at like the great, the larger, you know, retail trends or in, you know, when you look at the more macro trends, you know, still something like five to 8% of all commerce is done online. Most of the stuff is still done in person. And that's a number that's going to keep on changing and keep on growing, right? The online, online shopping e-commerce is, is a, you know, all you have to do is look at the stock price over at Amazon and, and understand kind of like where that's going and and you know as that email is the receipt you, you know amazon doesn't print out a receipt for you um when you want to contact amazon you can't walk into a store 
So, you know, like email is a currency at which, with which, you know, you interact with your retailers or your travel companies or your hotels or whatever it might be. So, you know, all in all, this is, this is just a, this is a solid business. It's a, Every year, there's, there's, here's the best one. Every year, research is done. What's the number one tool marketers use to engage with their customers? Email. Every year yeah, for the last 15 years, yeah, email. email. What's, the, what's the last thing you would give up? I would give up my search. I'd give up my display campaigns. I would give up my social media campaigns. I would give up my texting campaigns, my direct mail, my TV, but I won't give up email. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think we're, I think it's, a, I think it's one, it's, it's one of those industries that those who do it right succeed. And while the vast majority don't do it right, what we're seeing is more and more kind of like lifting their head up and going. Well, here's, an, here, here, here's right. something. Where can I find someone to help me? All right. Yeah, well, let ahead. me give you, let me give you something I won't give up. That's coffee. Okay. And sometimes baked goods. <laughs> I got to talk about these guys because they sell, these guys sell more than 30 cups of coffee every single second. I grab a double espresso, sometimes even a donut. I didn't do it today, but I did grab grab a, I grab a quad espresso today every morning before I head to the office. Helps me start the day on the right foot. I will sip it all morning long. Sometimes I get maybe to nine o'clock. All right, and I'm done. But there you go. But it keeps and me running. I, go ahead. If I remember correctly, your office is down the block from Stumptown. Yeah, but don't, I'm not talking about Stumptown. I'm talking about Dunkin' Donuts, dude. Let's don't go there. I don't want that fancy, smancy bullshit. Yeah, I don't want that bullshit coffee, foo foo. I don't want the foo foo coffee from Oregon. I want real stuff from Boston. Okay, Dunkin'. That's I what like I'm talking it. about. Dunkin' Donuts. I you, like it. you drink coffee? I like it. Don't don't tell me uh, too much. Yeah, too don't. Much well, don't drink that other I OD stuff. I coffee. Yeah, don't drink that Dunkin'? other stuff. Yeah, drink I'm not that Dunkin'. Dunkin'. I, I can't say I've done that before. I haven't had a Dunkin' Dun- Donuts coffee in years, but I'm going to change that this week. Oh, let's fix it, dude. I'll send you a one. free coupon, okay? Because <laughs> America America runs on Dunkin', so does all business. Right there. There we go. I, I'm going to take the donut. Yeah, well, like and you get a donut. I mean, but they but sixty or some percent of their business comes from coffee, which is kind of crazy. So wow, you would think it's wow, higher than that. Yeah. But you would think it's higher for the other things, but no, it's really coffee, coffee, coffee. Man, we're obsessed with it and in this country. So, Coffee and email. Coffee and email. <laughs> well, you do a lot of email when you're drinking. You think about that, you know? Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Taking you behind the scenes of what's happening in the business world, Jeffrey Hazlett hosts All Business, brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. You said something earlier. I want to talk about your company because I got to tell you, my CEO uh, from from my C-Suite network, he won't shut yeah. up about you guys. I, literally, he won't shut up. He's awesome. And, 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 he, and literally, he, you know, he says, you got to do this, you got to do you got to do a show on these guys because uh, I said, well, I'll do a show on Matt, and then we'll just happen to bring up Adestra. But because... Um, I thought it was interesting, and you said something when you were kind of talking. We're not everything to everybody. You're you're not you're you're this, but you're this, but you're not all this. You know, like so. So when I think about this, the 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 marketplace, I think about on the one side you got uh, what is it? Constant contact. You got the monkey thing. Mm-hmm. You got you got mm-hmm. you know on that side, and then on the far right side you got oh, I don't know um, uh, Utica or Unica, or, and you've got. Um, well, let's see the big Marketo, Eloqua, yeah, and then probably yeah. toward the middle HubSpot, you know, um, and then yep. and then here you guys set you kind of foot over here on the email side, okay, and then you've got a, a foot a little bit on the marketing 
automation side, but what you said to me was yep. we're, we're not a, not a huge platform. It's so are you a tool? Is that what the, the best way to describe you? Well, I mean, so yeah. Let's, or let's, maybe let's a weapon. Maybe we're I would say a, you're a weapon. We're not a cloud or a stack. <laughs> yeah. We're a weapon, right? Yeah, we're, we're um, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't admit to being a tool. Yeah, I mean, something exactly. about high yeah. school. Yeah, I, like I thought about when I said that. Back. I go, oh, he's uh, gonna be pissed at that. <laughs> you know, uh, Matt, you call, I, um, Hazel, you called me a tool right there. No, I didn't. A weapon. A, a weapon. I'm coming over. I'm yeah. coming over. Yeah. Um, the, uh, you know, listen, we're 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 a platform. We're an email platform or yeah. messaging platform. We, um, when you look at the Marketos or Eloquas or the guys that, you know, you were putting kind of on the far upper right of, the, of that chart, um, they, the one thing they do that we don't do, which is very subjective, um, is lead scoring. Um, but when it comes to anything else, when it comes to sending, making sure that email's in the inbox, building best-in-class uh, designs around your templates, ensuring brand is moving from, you know, your, 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 your brand isn't being lost in your email, uh, ensuring that you're fully automated and sending emails to people when they want to receive them, where they want to receive them. Um, when you're, when, when, you know, when, when you're looking for something that integrates with your CRM, that's where we kind of come in. You know, we, we are, we're not the CRM, but we have a better integration with Salesforce than Salesforce's email tool exact target does. Mm -hmm. um, so like, again, what we do is we work really hard to ensure that you are best in class in email. And then when you want to kind of do everything else, advertise or whatever it might be, we ensure that your email platform, Adestra, is integrated with your ad server, your DMP, your CRM, whatever it might be. So, what do you describe? What do you describe as best in class? When you when you look at this space, I mean, what do you describe as best in class? It's a good it's, it's a good question. I think depending who you talk to, um, you might get different answers. But for me, it's about you know, it's simply about sending really smart email. It's about ensuring that you're not oversending or undersending. It's ensuring that you're sending to someone who has opted in to receive your messages. Um, it's ensuring that, you know, it's just like you could go down a list. There's probably like 30, 40 different boxes you could tick off um, that, we, that we tick off. That we ensure that our clients are, um, you know, ticking off. Yeah, I got to tell you, that's that's um, probably the one. I don't know if that would have been the word I would have choose, chosen about you guys or thinking about. But when I think about this, mm -hmm. I you know, I, I don't want to waste my time. Like this this morning, I sent out a couple hundred emails, okay? And now I did yeah. them without using the tool. I just did them, all right? And um, because I'd gone through my contacts, I got like 30,000 contacts, and I'm clicking on names, and I'm I'm generating leads from my team. I'm, I, I'm just old-fashioned that way, and I'm, so I'm clicking on them and doing it, and then I put the letter. But you know you know how many came back bad, right? Like 30-some percent, <laughs> you right? Yeah. And now if I'd have been using a tool like yours, you would have ensured that that wouldn't have been that high, right? Yeah, well, so we... We work with our clients, we onboard them, we ensure their CRMs are clean, we do data quality assessments. Um, yeah, I mean, the way, the way email works is, you know, you want to be sending from a platform that's ensuring that 
the other companies that are sending from that platform are of as high standards as you are. Yeah. And there's very few companies out there that do that. I got to tell you guys, listen to what he just said. Now, let me tell you why. Because I'm in the, you know, I'm also a speaker. You know, I run the C-suite network, and I do television, and I do the radio and podcast. But one of the things that I make millions of dollars a year on is the speaking. Okay, and I know people in this industry who use a specific platform, and they email from it. And they're a bunch of info marketers. They're a bunch of sleazy guys in that marketplace, and they cause massive confusion for email servers and email campaigns of other people because of that platform. That's what you just said. You want to make sure that you're working with people who are reputable and people who know what the hell they're doing, and you help do that with all the people that you work with, right? I mean, this is one of the big things my, my team said, hey, and I'm trying to make this a commercial because I don't want, I like people to listen to good stuff, but I'm trying to educate people that you need to think about that stuff. A hundred percent. We, like, listen, I'm, I'm on month, I think, four now with the desk for full time and about year four as an advisor director in the business and a few years before that as a customer. And just in the last four months, we've turned down. We've turned down um, clients, prospective yeah. clients. Like, and, and not one, not two, not three, not four. I mean, it's seven or I'd say close to 10, 11 clients who wanted to work with us. But when we did our onboarding with them and did our data quality test, which basically means we have our deliverability team look at their data to ensure that it's been acquired respectively. Let's just leave it that, at that. Um, we decided that they weren't reputable. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's pretty, um, it's pretty amazing. And it, it's, um, I, listen, you asked before, like, you know, one, what, what is it about it? Destro, why did I leave Google? And I guess one of the, other than pressing your winners, one of the more valuable lessons I've learned is that, you know, basically in order for any company to succeed, they need to anticipate customer needs, um, kind of stay nimble in this ever-changing world, um, you know, while remembering what made them special, you know, in the first place. And, you know, when it comes to the enterprise and mid-market, um, you know, Adestra is one of those companies. We have a strong product pipeline. We, you know, put the customer first. We don't put our customers at risk, ensuring that whoever else comes on board complements or helps build a large, better profile for us instead of hurts us and our customers. Um, it's, 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 it's an interesting, you know, it's, it's a different ethos and, you know, Adestra is not looking for hockey stick growth. We're looking for sustainable, double-digit, year-on-year growth, and looking for clients that we can call partners. All right, well, that are as uh, into it as we are, as they you know into the business as we are. So okay, sorry. Go ahead. I want to take a break for a second because I got to do that because that's how I get paid. Um, tax season just it was it's already gone, but it's always a tax season every single month. So don't forget, folks, the Liberty Tax. Uh, that are on board here at All Business. Liberty is the fastest, fastest growing retail tax preparation firm, 4,000 offices across North America. And don't forget the seasonal opportunities for those who are looking for a little extra to do. I know some of the people bought franchises listen to the show and they bought franchise results. So don't forget, if you're looking to add another service to your business or you need some great tax prep services, look to Liberty. Well, I want to ask you, we got about uh, five minutes left here, but I want to ask you, I mean, if I'm a business owner or I'm the head of marketing, what do I need to be looking forward to 
or looking out for when it comes to email marketing in the future? Well, um, it's a good question. The, um, it really depends, I think, what type of business you are and where you are in your stage of, of uh, digital. I mean, I, I've, I've met with custom com- I met plenty of companies that do more direct mail than email still, which always kind of blows me away. And they probably have to look out for different things. Than yeah, but that's still trusted. Yeah, I mean, mail is still trusted. It's a str- it's a very trusted thing now. For a lot of people, it's still effective. Yeah, extremely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. It yeah. definitely does. It, it, and it works. And it, uh, you know, and, but it's expensive. Um, so anyway, the, uh, the, the long and short of it, I think in the future, you want to ensure that your email provider, your email service provider, your ESP, integrates with the other technologies, the other platforms that you use. You don't want to send email in a silo anymore. You want to send email based on some sort of attribution that brings in all the other silos within the marketing suite. So whether it's you're planning for your television commercial or you're running a heavy paid search campaign or you are sending direct mail, you want, um, you want to ensure that your ESP kind of integrates and works with those other, those other uh, channels. Well, that's important because, I mean, if you're doing this in a silo, and I sometimes do this myself, where we do it, just get it out, you know, and we don't integrate it with the other pieces that we have. And, of course, then we get some bad addresses or we get some bad, um, like a couple people say, hey, take me off the list. And if you don't go back and do that or integrate it, you're you're really, that's old-fashioned marketing. I mean, you're making some big, huge mistakes there. Well, what about yeah. what about the other advantages? I mean, I, you know, to me, and I've said this on the show a couple of times, but I always think it's clear to say it again, is that your emails now become like your social security number. So it opens up portals for you in social media, like with Facebook and other places, where you you're basically that's your identifier for that customer as they go through all the digital channels, right? Yeah. So it, it's a really good point. And, um, Jeff, it's something that I truly believe based on my time at Google, um, and in the industry in the last 20 plus years, but to this, like up until now and still today, some 95% of all the identification that's done online is done via what's called a cookie, which is a small little HTML file that's dropped on your computer, uh, when you see an ad or go to a web page. Um, it sits in your temporary files, and people often delete them. Um, those cookies have an accuracy rate, depending on who you talk to, somewhere between 20% and like 80%. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it 50%. So 50% of all your communications, your individuals, is accurate. That means 50% is inaccurate. Um, the future, and uh, this is happening now, and we'll probably roll out you know, has been rolled, been, 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 has been being rolled out for the last year and will be for the next few, uh, next three to five. Um, the future is what some call universal ID or pixel. And at the end of the day, it's a hashed email address. So take your email address, screw it all up into all sorts of different numbers and letters, randomize it, so to speak, and use that to track someone around the web. Um, that is much more accurate, and that is much more interesting because you can do much more now uh, when you 
have 100% confidence that the person you are tracking is the person you think it is. So it becomes a key for for the person, both for either permissions, for context, or for content, you know, and, you know, just to be able to identify, which, is that something that somebody's going to put on themselves, or do you put that on as a, as a well, I mean, provider? Yeah, so it starts with, it starts with making sure your CRM is clean and clear. It, means, it starts with making sure your customer data is accurate, um, and many CRM, if, if anyone listening to this goes, well, my company has a very messy CRM, you're, you're not alone. Yeah, everybody Fast does. majority are yeah. messy, right? Yeah. It's always going to um, be a mess. Yeah, well, I think as the email address becomes this holy grail, this linchpin, this key, this, 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 this unique identifier, I think the onus will be on companies. It'll be profitable for companies to actually start to clean that stuff up. But um, is Adestra going to do that? You know, it's, again, that is, a, that is a direction a desktop could move in. We, we, you know, our customers trust us with like, literally hundreds of millions of email addresses that, that sit within our system. Um, they're not, it's not our data. It's our customers' data. We're storing it for them. Um, it could be a service we offer, though, based on what I, you know, as, you know, what I've told, what I've said before, it'll probably be a service we offer at some point through a partnership with the best-in-class provider that does that. I yeah. don't think we will go down that path. That said, you know, it is an opportunity, um, and it is, uh, you know, probably a very lucrative opportunity. Yeah. But, for, there's, uh, but there's likely to be, there's likely to be more than just one kind of identifier, right? So, I mean, that's the, that's the big issue. So it's better to have your APIs and everything else from your perspective link into other people to do it no matter who they are. And you just provide the best in class across the whole platform. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the plan. And then couple that with, you know, some of the best service in the industry. I still think that the software as a service moniker is broken. Yeah. It should be software and a service. It may not need as much service if it was as was if it was a local kind of something sitting on a server in your office, but you still need service. Software isn't the service, it still requires a level of service. And I think a lot of companies forget that. All right, my friend. Well listen, normally I would give you a chance for a blatant plug, but you already did it. I gave it I to you. I got it. Yeah, you Sorry. got it. You snuck Happy. it in there. So well done. <laughs> well done. Well done. And a pleasure. I, I You know, that. man, I always like, I get enjoy because now you got me thinking about different ways to do things. And then, But if, if nothing else, this is a reminder for you, people. Clean up your crap. You know, crap in, crap out. And he's telling you that. And a lot of us don't pay enough attention to that. And I, hey, I'm raising my hand. I'm right there. I'm looking in the mirror with you. And saying the same thing. So, Matt, what a pleasure. Good luck with the Destra. I mean, you. I'm telling you, buddy, follow this guy because he's been a real winner. I mean, he's been on active advisor of a number of boards. I didn't talk over this in the intro. I mean, I've been working with you, known you in the ad tech and martech industry. What were you? You're an advisor to Rentrack. Heck, that went public. You were an advisor to Online Marketing Institute. Um, Aaron's organization, which was acquired, I think, yep, a year yep. ago by Pop Expert, which yep. I, that's kind of a cool company. So you you keep doing it. Yep. You know, you're you've been a rising star, but you're not you're not that old. You're still going, man. So keep going. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. All right, it's brother. Really good. To, really good to hear your voice again. All right. Cheers. Taking you behind the scenes.
headlines of what's happening in the business world. Jeffrey Hazlett hosts All Business, brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. At the end of every show, you know what I like to do is talk about what I learned. And he said something right off the bat, which really resonated with me. And that is the ethos that he had there at uh, Google. I mean, here's a guy who was working in the you know in the marketing space, ed tech marketing space, doing a lot of things, serving on boards, then went from the meeting convention area kind of thing where he's like showing these people how to do it, making a ton of money, sold out, went to work for Google, set at the right hand of the executives, at the top end of the company, really making things happen. You say, hey, why did he leave to go to this company? I asked him that question, and then he said, hey, what did he learn? I thought this was great. He said, press your your winners. I thought that was really good. You know, a lot of people focus on fixing what's wrong or finding the things that are broken and going and fix that. And he's saying, hey, forget that. Move past it. We just move right over it, uh, around it, through the obstacles. Remember that? I talk about that in my book, Think Big, Act Bigger. And focus in on what's winning and, and, and feed that engine. Feed that engine. I thought that was pretty, pretty good kind of learning. So go do this right now. It's been a pleasure. Hey, don't forget to tell your friends. Tune in. All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, right here on CBS, Play.it, and of course, iTunes. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.